I get to the cashier and those people are so angry. Because <laughs> I get to the till, she doesn't greet me, she doesn't even look at me. She just pushes a little conveyor belt thing, all my groceries pull up, and they're like, then they look at you and ask you that question like you kill baby panda bears for a living. Plastic. Thankfully, customer service can get much more entertaining than it did for comedian Trevor Noah. My name's Lucy and I'm an intern here at The Conversation. I was really interested to hear that cracking a joke can actually be great for increasing customer satisfaction, as our guest on Business Briefing explains. My name's Christine Marquis and I'm a senior lecturer in the UNSW Business School. Christine researches what people like when it comes to customer interactions. She's particularly interested in the effects of humour on both customers and employees. Jenny Henderson, business and economy editor, had a chat with Christine about how she found out which types of humour make customers happy. So we did several studies at part of this research and the one is how do customers react when a frontline service staff member actually uses humour when they serve them. And the reason why we thought that was interesting is because laughing and humour and smiling is part of being human and it obviously plays out in personal interactions and at the end of the day being served by someone is a personal interaction. But there was no research at all to say whether it actually works or not. So there's humour research in sociology, in psychology, in, in communication research there's quite a bit and also some on workplace humour as to whether it's a good idea to be funny in the boardroom. So what did you find? What we thought we would find is that people that have a good sense of humour would actually thoroughly enjoy it and react positively and we thought that those with a poor sense of humour would probably find it a little bit irritating. And what we found was um, that it doesn't really matter whether someone has a strong sense of humour or not. So what happens is if you have a very good sense of humour, you're obviously more tuned in to recognise it when the person that you're speaking to uses humour. And there's different types of humour. The, the basic distinction is there is positive or friendly banter, and we call that positive humour. And that's just where you use whatever's in the situation or the context to make friendly, funny conversation. Um, and then there's also negative humour. And in this particular case, that is when the um, service employee uses one of their own faults or blunders to make fun about themselves in order to entertain their customer. So if someone's got a good sense of humour, they obviously perceive more of this stuff. They're just more tuned in. But what we were interested in from a business point of view is, does that actually lead to any positive business outcomes? And what happens is we looked at two outcomes. One is, does the person, does the customer enjoy the interaction? And the other one is customer satisfaction, which is very important because it's a predictor of all the other business behaviours such as repeat purchase, positive word of mouth and so forth. So when a what we called a grouch, so someone with a low sense of humour, gets served by someone who actually uses quite a bit of humour, their enjoyment nosedives. So they really don't like it, but it still boosts their overall satisfaction level. Whereas someone who's got a strong sense of humour, they, they perceive more of the humour and they enjoy it more and it increases their satisfaction. 
So if satisfaction as a predictor of repurchasing is the end goal, then whether someone is a grouch or a very humorous person makes no difference. This seems like a particularly difficult thing to test for. How did you find this in your research? We actually stood outside a suburban retailer who volunteered to partner with us in this research and intercepted the customers as they left. So this retailer had one particular employee who had a bit of a a reputation for being very funny and, and sometimes a bit over the top and a range of other employees that were just lovely, friendly um, frontline service staff. So we waited outside, sort of peeked through the window to see who the person was being served by and then asked the customer straight afterwards. So we asked them about what types of humour they perceived and then um, about how they evaluated the, the service that they received. Why do you think that humour is a good idea, aside from customer satisfaction? Are there any other um, benefits for the staff? Yes, definitely. So service is all about building relationships with the people, with the customers, the people that you're serving. And humour is, at the end of the day, a, a tool to build relationships and to, to sort of connect with someone on a personal level. And for frontline service staff, that has sort of second order effects that are probably a lot more important and that is humor helps us to regulate our emotions humor is absolutely fantastic for situations that are otherwise a little bit awkward so to relieve tension to talk about um, gender sex religion politics all of that kind of stuff um, humor is often a quite a, a safe coping mechanism to to deal with unpleasant situations and for service staff often it's quite stressful to deal with people all day long. And humour is one of those coping strategies. Usually what happens in the absence of humour, employees have two strategies if they kind of just don't feel like being friendly and upbeat and positive in that particular moment. And that is they pretty much have to act. So they either are a grumpy frontline service staff and that has implications for the customers, or they put on a show. And putting on that show is um, emotionally quite exhausting. And if the employee uses humour, either in addition to that acting or as an, uh, an alternative, then actually that reduces the emotional depletion that comes from doing that. Can you give us an example of, of how this is played out in real life? Yeah. We did the study with a large retirement aged care provider. So these are aged carers um, that are dealing with the residents all day long. And um, let's say a nurse has to go from room to room and change bandages, which is painful for the resident. It's not particularly pleasant for the nurse to actually inflict pain on their customers. So using humour is one way to ease the, the discomfort for the resident and at the same time help them cope with what they have to do. Another one is when someone has to do a lot of mundane things in a row. So let's say I was actually traveling to a conference in Europe a couple of months ago and the flight attendant on the flight from Australia to Europe was, he was very funny all the way through, but at the same time also very professional and empathetic when things went wrong. But the the example that stood out was he had, he was chosen to be the poor person who has to push the the duty-free trolley through the the plane. Asking if you want to buy cosmetics or things like that. Yes, you know, one one flight attendant always has to push that trolley down 
the aisle of, of the aeroplane and no one ever wants to buy anything usually. So he, he was saying, I asked him afterwards and he said they usually pull straws as to who has to do it. But he, he turned it into a show. So he was making jokes about, you know, who had a fallout with their mother-in-law and better buy some perfume to cheer her up. And he was almost like one of those old-fashioned market callers as he was walking up and down the the plane. And he had the whole plane in hysterics. So something that is usually very mundane and, and no one really enjoys it, but it has to happen as part of the service experience. Injecting humor then makes it um, a lot more fun and bearable and enjoyable for the staff member but also then has better service outcomes for the customers. What about in situations where there hasn't been a great experience for the customer or for the person who's serving the customer? How can humour help in these situations? Um, Unfortunately, we found that it doesn't help a lot. We set out thinking that humour would be a great tool in service failures or when customers complain about a service gone wrong. And the reason why we thought that would be the case is because humour is well acknowledged in sociology as a fantastic means of at the same time acknowledging fault, but also alleviating tension. So service failure is usually unpleasant, customers often get upset. So we thought humour would be a great tool to say, yes, we have done the wrong thing here, release the tension of the customer being upset and then move forward with solving the problem. Unfortunately, what we found is that couching both an apology to the customer and an offer for a compensation is actually far worse received when it's delivered in a humorous way. So once it comes to service failure, uh, customers actually don't appreciate a joke. So you can use humor, but it's important to use it only in certain situations. Yes, definitely. What was interesting in that study is that we thought the offer of a compensation, so it was, it was a, a situation in a restaurant where the customer actually ended up with a grub in their meal, and the offer of the compensation was that they would obviously get a, the free meal and a, a bottle of wine on the house. And we looked at whether it makes a difference if that message is delivered with a humorous remark or whether it's delivered seriously. And it it really fell flat, even though the the compensation offer was exactly the same in both cases. It, it didn't work at all. And what some of the, res- or quite a few of the respondents were actually saying is we asked them what went wrong in this particular situation. And a large number of them said it's completely inappropriate to, to make a funny comment in that situation. And they perceived that as an additional service failure. So rather than recognizing that that was kind of the couching of the comeback or recovering from that situation, um, they perceived it as an additional failure. That was Christine Matthies, Senior Lecturer at the School of Marketing at the University of New South Wales Business School. Thanks, Lucy. Unfortunately, Richard Holden was not able to take questions this week for Ask an Economist, but you can still send in any question on economics and we'll store it up for the next business briefing. Write your question down or record it and email it to ask at theconversation, all one word, .edu.au. That's ask at theconversation.edu.au. We look forward to reading them. Our theme music is by Ben Sound, and you can catch more episodes of Business Briefing by subscribing on iTunes.